Alrighty, folks, we have her back. It's not Christmas. It's not New Year's Day. We've got the one and only Casey back. How are you doing, Casey? I'm doing so great. I am ready to rock this year, Michael. There you go. The audience has missed you. Obviously, we've had a couple of uh, significant holidays, so uh, we'll just get back at it. I want to ask you an interesting question. First, let's remind people how you get started, right? You got started by leaving Southern California to uh, Tennessee. Uh, you had interest in real estate investing. Uh, you're a stay-at-home mom. You generated a side hustle on Etsy, uh, selling stuff, creating stuff, selling stuff for your down payment. And that is essentially the beginning for Brick by Brick Wealth. Do I have that right? 100%. So I want to I want to kind of change it up on you. Let's assume you have no real estate today, but you have your experience, your knowledge. You haven't given that up. How would you start today? Because we have to admit prices are much, much higher today. And interest rates are... They might be the same from when you started, but they're up from what a lot of people remember in the last couple of years. So if you had to start today with high prices and high rates, what would anything change in your story, if anything at all? Say one thing probably would change a little bit, Michael, and that would be I would focus a little more heavily on the better quality neighborhoods that have a better chance of rent appreciation. So yes, we need properties of cash flow today. Right when you buy them, no negative cash flowing, no assuming rates are going to go down and you're going to take a hit now and and it'll it, you'll refi. No, 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 never, right? That's never allowed. My opinion, never allowed. Always need to cash flow. You never know, no one has a crystal ball. Yep. yep. But I will say I have properties in A B neighborhoods and C neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. My properties in the B neighborhoods, the, the starter family neighborhoods, good schools, low crime. Usually that's where college graduates will buy their first home with their sweetheart. That's usually where you can get good rent and you have a, a higher, you know, rent, a higher owner percentage of a neighborhood than renters. Those properties have gone up much more in appreciation mm -hmm. as far as value, as well as rent versus my properties in the C neighborhood. So mm -hmm. when we're in a time like today and we have high prices, kind of high interest rates still, and we're not quite sure where life is going to take us, it would be better if we bought in the better neighborhoods because we'll have a better chance of appreciating with rent and making significantly more income. So I may not cash flow tons, you know, five, $700 a month today, right away with a near rent ready, um, single family property in a B neighborhood. But as long as I can cash flow a respectable amount, and I think at least $100 a month net after all expenses, fixed and variable, that's worst case scenario. If you can get that in an amazing neighborhood, you're going to, and you can get three to 5% rent appreciation every year, that might be another $50, $75 a month next year. I mean, that's significant. And you might not get that in those D or C class neighborhoods. So if I were to start over, I would say buy in the better neighborhoods where you will have an almost guaranteed chance of having a rent appreciation. So your next year's cash flow and subsequently after that will be just game changing. I actually want to go back to, I think, an important part of your story. And that is how you generated the down payment. 
would you create an Etsy store again? Would you do anything different? Would you have a YouTube channel? What? Because again, I think what's really powerful in your story is you had a side hustle that you you created from scratch, given your talents and experience that became the seeds that became the down payment. Would you change anything there? Would you go bigger? Would you do something different? What did you learn in building an Etsy store that maybe you would do different this time? I mean, it's hard to go back and say because I have so much more experience and so much more confidence in different things. Like back then, if you told me to do a YouTube channel, I would laugh in your face. <laughs> but today, you know, I'd be like, heck no. But today, being on Instagram and YouTube, it's like, well, hands down, I, I know I could do that. I could see the path of success for that. So I think what people should do is do, do the thing that they know they can do and complete. So many people will see glittering starry ideas and try it, but that's not in alignment with their beliefs. It's not in alignment with who they are, who they want to be, the type of work that they want to do. And so they'll never really do it. They'll never really make that extra income because they don't really want to do it that way, even though so-and-so and so-and-so online say that's the way they did it. So if I were going to start over today from scratch, it would be different than before because I have new experience. Oh, but great. looking what would you do right but looking looking backwards i think etsy is a great place to start i i i loved crafts um it's a great place to turn something into making you know into personalizing an item or if you have a skill you can sell or a service you can sell i mean really starting a social media account and selling your service is one of the best ways to make really good money if you can be diligent about it. And you can do that as a stay-at-home mom. You can do that as a side hustle. You can do it as a second job at nights and on the weekends. It doesn't have to encompass tons of your time. But if you have any skill whatsoever, even a skill like you're you're the one that your friends come to to listen to and they have problems. Psychiatrists and all that, could you help some life coaching, give some advice of some sort, anything? If you think about it, everybody has something that's a little bit better than somebody else that they can maybe charge a small fee for to get started. So that would be a really good way to start making some extra income for a down payment. Yeah. I mean, something that I've seen over the years, you know, starting a YouTube channel in 2018 and having a book and this, all this other stuff is if you have a passion or a hobby that you've had for a decade or more, there is a tribe out there that you can cultivate. I, I don't care if it's it's arts and craft, which I'm terrible at, you're great at, if it's classic cars, if it's making jam, whatever. There, if there's something that lights you on fire, you can share that with the world and it will attract others. And then you can monetize it via AdSense or you can have little swag or other things. I think your story is so powerful, Casey, because you wanted to do real estate you didn't have the down payment and you just went out and made it happen. And I think I know something for sure. If you were somehow given all your experience, but had to start over today, you would do something bigger. You would get those class a properties faster. You would probably be bigger in five or six years um, than sure you are now. Yeah. Be you know, I, I, and again, I think it all started with an Etsy store. But I think today you would compound that by wrapping it up into really a, a brand, you know, brick by brick or what else, whatever else you would call it. Um, I agree. I just I wish people realized it was possible. One thing that I didn't do, and I had all, it's so stupid, but 
I was always afraid to seek help. Even, even in college, even in high school, I never wanted to ask a teacher for help. Never wanted to say, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me extra? Because I'd feel stupid. I feel like, well, I shouldn't know how. I should be able to do it myself. You know, with my Etsy store and all that, I, I, I could have taken a course. Like I could have, I could have some freaking amazing Etsy platform right now selling, you know, million dollars a year. Who knows? I never got help. And then here I am a coach and people pay to pay me to help them, you know? And finally I'll say, Michael, this year was the first time I actually bought my, my first coaching program. I bought a mastermind and it was like, Oh, I like, here I am asking for help, looking to learn. I feel like if I would have got learning help sooner in anything, I would have been in a completely different place. Yeah. I think it's really interesting to think about starting today because there's a lot of people that follow both of us and they're getting started today, high prices, high, high rates. And it's funny that our stories wouldn't change very much. And, um, you know, we would just go bigger and and faster this time because we have the knowledge and uh, experience. If somebody wanted to follow you and see what you've got going on, you do a lot of amazing stuff. Uh, Where do we send them? You can find me on Instagram. And if you guys haven't noticed, I've got a slightly new background that I am working on because as promised, my YouTube channel is coming soon. So you can follow me at Break by Brick. There you go, Casey. Awesome. Congrats. Thanks.